morning good morning good morning i'm here with you this morning a lot of you know me as reverend andrea joyce carr and that's me i'm coming to you this morning with a word from our word in the house ministries and i just want to briefly hit on it because there's so many things going on this season and i want to encourage you this morning a lot of you have gone through tests, trials, trauma. And I want to tell you that it's time for your return. It's time for the return in your life. It's time for you to get back everything you lost. But instead of using my words, I want to use the word to help you this morning, to help you get through and become all that you're supposed to be, even as you've had setbacks, even as you stumbled, even as you fell, even as you failed. And so this morning, if you have your Bible, please turn to Luke, the 15th chapter. And we're going to talk about a story that I know you're familiar with. It's the prodigal son. And we're going to talk about it today. I'm going to start at verse 11. And it says, and he said, a man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, father, give me the share of the estate that falls to me. So he divided his wealth between them. And not many days later, the younger son gathered everything together and went on a journey into a distant country. And there he squandered his estate with loose living. Now, when he had spent everything, a severe famine occurred in the country and he began to be impoverished. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would have gladly filled his stomach with the pods that the swine were eating, and no one was giving anything to him. I read for you Luke 15, verses 11 through 16. And the topic of my title this morning is The Return. How many of you in life feel that you were headed towards your destiny, you were headed towards your purpose, you were headed towards greatness when something happened and it threw you off course, whether it was an unplanned pregnancy, whether it was getting fired from your job, whether it was a death in your family, whether you decided to invest in something and it fell through? Well, I'm here to tell you today that though you may have stumbled, Though you may have fallen, it's time for your comeback. It's time for the return. It's time for you to get back everything you lost and then some. Because here's the thing. You belong to a powerful God. You belong to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And if we are to believe what we praise, then you should know your father owns everything. And there's nothing too hard for him. There's nothing that he cannot accomplish in your life. All you have to do is dust yourself off, get back up and start again. You can have everything that you say. You can have everything that you prayed for, but it starts with you believing that you can. It starts with you believing that it's yours. It's all up to you. You have to put in your mind that you can. It doesn't work until you believe it can work. And I want to share just some quick points with you to help encourage you during this week that you can have what it is that you say. We're talking about the return. And if I am going to start, let me start at the beginning. What is the return? The return is coming or going back to a place 
person, or activity. See, in order for you to return somewhere, that means you are already doing something. You are already somewhere. You are already with someone. So you had to already be in order to return somewhere or to some place or to someone. And so being that you were already there and you may not be there right now, if it is what you want and if it is in the will of God, you can return to it. You have to shift how you think in order to get back to that place where you were. My first point, your return begins in your mind. Your return begins in your mind. Let's talk about the word begins. Starts, performs, or undergoes the first part. That means in order for your return to happen, it has to start. You have to undergo or perform the first step. And so the first step is it has to be in your mind. You can't do something. You can't jump into a thing if you don't first think about it. Look at verse 17 in chapter 11, in chapter 15, I'm sorry. He says, it says, but when he came to his senses, your senses, that's your mind, right? He said, how many of my father's hired men have more than enough bread? but I'm dying here with hunger. He had to think first. He had to remember something. He had to go back to what he knew. And he knew that though he was in a place of desolation, he was in a place of hunger. He was in a place of lack. He was in a place of trauma. He hadn't always been there. And I want to say to you today, though you're in a place of trauma, you haven't always lived a traumatic life. You haven't always suffered. You haven't always had sorrow. You haven't always been alone. You haven't always been lonely. You have not always been in that negative experience and having those negative feelings that you have at this point. At some point, there was sunshine. At some point, there were good times. At some point, there was enough. There was more than enough. There was plenty. You weren't always hungry. You weren't always broke. You weren't always heartbroken. You weren't always without a job. You weren't always homeless. You weren't always. And so in your mind, you have to begin to think where you want to be. Do you want to stay where you are or do you want better for yourself? Now, I'm not saying this is an overnight thing. One, two, three, I think it, and it's right there. It may take a minute, but you got to first start with your mind. Your mind is your most powerful tool. You can talk yourself into negativity just as well as you could talk yourself into positivity. You can think yourself out of a situation. Now, it may not happen as soon as you think it, but in thinking, you begin. Okay, so I want you to put into your mind this week that you are going to begin working on getting out of the diverse situation that you're in. Not diverse, but diverse, the traumatic, negative place that you are in right now. 
I want you to begin to think on some good things. Think on what it was like before you got in to the situation you're in, before the trouble came, before the trauma happened, before they disrespected you, before they betrayed you, before they gossiped about you, before they lied on you, before they left you, before they left. I want you to go back to when you had peace, when you had joy. I want you to put your mind into, I'm going to change and I'm going to focus on being grateful and having gratitude for the good things that happened in my life. So then you go there. The second point, your return builds with your words. Your return builds with your words. Builds means to construct something. It means to put something together that may not have been there. So you go to verse 18 and 19 in the Bible, and it says, I will get up and go to my father and I will say to him, father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired men. So he put together a plan. He knew that he deserved better. He knew that he didn't want that life. He knew he wanted something else. He didn't want to be with the pigs and eat slop when his father was rich and had much. He said, even if I am a servant of my father, I still will do better than what I'm doing now. So he formulated a plan and put his words together. And his words were, I'm sorry. I'll get up and tell him I've sinned against heaven. I've sinned against you. I've been wrong. I made wrong decisions and I'm going to do something different. Listen, sometimes we have to humble ourselves. Sometimes we have to admit we made a mistake. Sometimes we have to think on those things that we did wrong and say, you know what? Let me go back and apologize to someone that I did wrong. Let me go back and make things right. Maybe it was in my lap, but then there are times that things are done to us that we don't deserve. And we don't have to go back to that situation. We don't have to go back to that circumstance, but we need to formulate a plan. We need to say, okay, this happened in my life and it was unfortunate. It hurt me. What steps do I need to take and put together your words? You know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. You know, just like you can build something up with your words, you can tear something down. So be mindful of what you say. Be very careful of what you say, because you will have what you say. If you think things aren't going well in your life and you speak it, guess what? Now you are bringing to yourself those negative words. If you're always saying things are boring, they will be boring. If you say things are not going your way, guess what? They won't go your way. It's up to you to bring life into your life. You have to speak those things that are not as though they are. If you begin speaking what you want, you will begin attracting what you want. So you have to stop sitting down in the muck and mire of your life saying, woe is me. I'm so bored. Nothing happens good to me. I haven't accomplished anything. Nothing worthwhile is happening. And instead say, you know what? I'm a millionaire. 
I'm healed. I'm loved. I'm important. I will be the next vice president. I will be the next lawyer. I will get my degree. I will find the money. I will have love. I will love someone. You have to start speaking those words into your atmosphere. For your return and you want something different, speak differently. If you've fallen, let's not focus so much on falling. Let's focus on the getting back up. Let's focus on the dusting ourselves off. Let's focus on moving forward. Point three, your return blossoms with your actions. Your return blossoms with your actions. Well, what do I mean by blossom? Develop, to come into one's own, a peak period or stage of development. See, already in your mind, you say you're going to start. You're going to get back up. You're going to be better. Then with your words, you speak that life into yourself. You're speaking so you can attract. Now, three, your actions are important. Your return will blossom because of what you do. Now, I can speak a whole lot and I can think a whole lot, but if I don't do anything behind that, nothing will get done. So it's up to me to put action to my thoughts and my words. It starts in your mind, you speak it with your mouth, and then you do it. Look at verse 20, the A clause. So he got up and came to his father. He got up. The act was getting up. The act was going forward to do what he said he was going to do. Without action, you cannot accomplish anything. I can think all day long that I'm a millionaire, but if I'm sitting on my couch eating bonbons and watching the next reality show, I'm not going to be a millionaire. I can speak with my mouth and say, I'm going to be a millionaire, but if all I'm doing is talking, talking, talking your ear off, talking their ear off, I'm not going to be a millionaire. It takes me getting up and working my words. So I have to get up and put together the plan I thought about, the plan I spoke about, and actually act it out. So that might mean going to classes and doing training. It might mean going back to school. It might be me making a business plan. It might make me, it might be me going to a bank and asking for a loan. It might be me putting together a group of people and getting some investors. The point is, I need to act on what I've said and what I've thought. He did. He got up. So some of you right now are saying that there are things you want to do with your life. And I'm encouraging you today to get up, get up, get up out of your depression, get up out of your sadness, get up out of your broken heart, get up out of your frustration, get up out of your failure, get up out of that sadness, get up, get up and begin working what you're thinking and what you're speaking. Work the work. It's time to stop talking so much. Don't you know in this season, you need to move in silence? I don't mean for yourself. I mean around other people. You don't have to tell 100 people what you're doing. Go and do it. Because see, there are people in your life that don't want you to succeed. I need you to understand. Everybody that says it's not for you. In front of you, they're doing this. Behind your back, they're just like, nah, she ain't going to do it. No, he's not going to do it. 
How dare they think they could do it? Don't they know they came from the projects? Don't they know they have no degree? Don't they know they broke? And there are others that are behind you saying they don't deserve it. They didn't do what I did to get what I have. Why should they have it? So every time someone pats you on the back, it's not a good thing. And you don't need to tell them your plans. Guess what? They'll know your plans when your plans come to fruition. There's some people, they don't need to know what you're doing until it's already done, until you're already successful, until it's already accomplished. So they don't throw you off. Finally, my last point, your return benefits others with your confession. What is benefit? What do I mean by benefit in this context? An advantage or profit gained from something. People will benefit. Others will benefit by your confession. Look at verse 21. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But guess what happens? His father in verse 22 said to his slaves, quickly bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fattened calf, kill it and let us eat and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and he has come to life again. He was lost and he has been found and now they can begin to celebrate. What happens with his confession? Him humbling himself and saying, I have sinned against you. I have sinned against heaven. The father said, yeah, 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 you're back. I've missed you. I love you. I've been waiting for you. And you are back. His confession benefited his father. His father was able to bring back home his son. He was able to hug him and to hold him and to love on him. Something he had not been able to do because his son was gone. He left with the money and he left his father. When he left his father, he left a hole in his father's heart. Some of us need to understand that some of our decisions don't just affect us. They affect those connected to us. Sometimes we think we're all alone. I made this choice. I made this decision. It's all about me. But who have you left behind? Who have you walked away from? Who is mourning your loss today? There are people who are waiting for you to return. There are people who are waiting for you to come back. There are people who are waiting for you to succeed. I don't know what you're supposed to do. I don't know your purpose. But there are some that are authors some who are called to preach, some who are called to teach, some who are called to design, some who are called to sing, some who are called to dance, some who are called to minister, some who are called to give a good word, to encourage, to be a um, philanthropist. There are those that are called to do a thing, to play a sport, to do something. And there are people who are waiting for you to do it. There are people who are waiting for you to get done what it is you have to get done. But guess what? You will never get it done if you don't return. So what am I saying to you this morning? I'm saying for you to humble yourself, dust yourself off, pick yourself up and try it again. It may not have worked the first time. It may not have worked the third time. It may not have worked the 10th time, but get back up anyway. 
try it again. Maybe you need to work it differently. Maybe you need to cut some of those people who are tied to it, tied to you that are around. Maybe you need to go to a different place. Maybe it's a different venue. Whatever it is, start with your mind. Let it begin in your mind. Let it be, let it begin in your mind as a thought. And as you have that thought, speak positivity to yourself. Speak positive. Allow yourself to walk into the blessing. Listen, life is short. Days are not guaranteed. It's time for you to stop letting your life pass you by. It's time to stop being an observer and be a participant in your life. I believe in you. I believe in the power that's in you. And I believe you can have what you say. Just do the work. Work your words this week. Do me that favor. And whatever you put down, whatever you walked away from, whatever you buried, whatever you allowed to go away, I want you to work on bringing it back to your life. I want you to work on doing it. I want you to work on putting together your life the way you want it to be. Stop being a, an observer and be a participant in your life. This is Andrea Joyce. I'm with With in the House Ministries, Word in the House Ministries, With Ministries. And I thank you for your time this morning. It's time for your return.